0: Hello. Hello.
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: What's I'm fantastic. On? How are you?
1: I am well. I'm well. Waiting for NatX to um, to connect.
0: Okay.
1: Um, hopefully, he's um, he, he's still uh, going to connect on the call. How's your day going?
0: It's going great so far. You know, I can't complain about a thing at the moment. Even though there may be things going on that are not so. Um. <laughs> favorable it's all about your mindset and how you handle these unfavorable situations so okay um i'm doing great
1: okay and how's your uh how's your little one little ones
0: Mm. my children are fantastic they're currently with their father so i consider this time away from them a gift Okay. and i use this time um to my advantage oh okay
2: good Peace, peace, peace.
1: Hey, what's going on? Hello. What's
2: the word? Hello.
1: All right. So we have everybody here. Um. So real quick. Um. Vicky and I recorded yesterday. We had we had some background noise from somewhere. So if you can leave your um your phone, if you can leave it flat um somewhere as you're talking around it, just kind of be in proximity of it. It sounds like somebody's right. cooking. Is, that, is do you hear
2: that? Oh damn! You really hear that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna answer because I wasn't gonna do it right quick because I'm cooking, but yeah, I'll no, that, like, that's damn, actually not bad. Slack.
1: That 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 actually is you know not that bad. It's, it's not choppy, it's not shaky. It's, I just hear that you're cooking.
2: So I okay, all right. If that's not a problem, I'm gonna keep cooking.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're almost done, it's, it's fine. But yeah, we, you know we're gonna try to uh, try to keep it, um, keep it from doing that. Yeah, you're really cooking.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, like- I'm gonna let my wife finish cooking and I'm gonna step away. <laughs> okay.
0: That sounds like some eggs or something on the
2: <laughs> Oh nah, no animal parts. Okay. Vegan. Yeah, he's vegan. He's vegan. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Here
0: we go. Here we go. I'm-
2: yeah. What was that? I'm
0: vegan as well.
2: Yeah, nice. Yes. Yes. Nice. Unfortunately,
1: I carry too much muscle mass. I, I need my protein, my, my animal protein. I don't eat red meat, but I need my animal protein.
2: That's a whole other <laughs> podcast. You don't need that, but we'll talk about I, that in another podcast. I've been told that for
1: years. I've been told that for years. But okay, so so far, so good. Sound very clear. Um, so, Nat, when you stop moving, um, we'll be able to start and kind of deep dive in there, which I want to talk about today. Um, it seems to be, um, a very nice day today and I hope, you know, you guys did get some sun if you can, because tomorrow it's going to be storming and stormy. Um, mm. So definitely try to get some sun, get that, uh, those rays in pretty, pretty good. Okay.
2: Gotcha.
0: Thank you for that reminder. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cold over here, but I'm I'm trying my best. Okay,
1: I got it. All right. So, welcome to the manual. Um, you have both been on separate times for for um, separate things. Um, and Vicky, I'm gonna get you back on again to kind of have a different conversation, or maybe the same one, and, and kind of bounce some more some more things off. Because that actually was w- without the chop, it was actually a pretty good um, a pretty good talk. Um, I'm glad you thought so. So, so you guys basically um, can um, kind of get into what you want to debate. Um, I always ask that, you know, you give each other a chance to just talk, um, before answering, um, or before everybody to kind of get the person to get a chance to do that. Anyone moving? No, I mean, okay. All right. It's weird. Okay. So, um, let's get started. First of all, thank you so
0: much again for another opportunity to be on your podcast, Cleve. Um, I really am grateful and appreciative
2: the same here and this is definitely a blessing we you know and an honor i know you personally so it's definitely an honor
1: yeah thank you brother
0: mm-hmm.
2: so, so
0: uh, nat x it's so nice to meet you
2: same here you for- nice to meet thank
0: you thank you so much thank you for your time and for this opportunity i'm really excited and the reason why I wanted to speak with you, and first and foremost, I have to say that this absolutely is not a debate, not even a friendly debate, nor is it a challenge, or I'm not here to question you whatsoever about, you know, who you are and what your beliefs are. Let me start off by saying, uh, when Cleve asked me to listen to your podcast, I listened to the whole thing, and for some reason, I was like, man, this this doesn't Sit well, with me, and a practice of mine that I try to incorporate di- daily when situations come up, um, especially you know, challenging ones or negative ones or things that are uncomfortable. I I ask myself instead of reacting, mm-hmm. take a pause and I consciously ask myself, Why am I feeling uncomfortable? What about this is making me uncomfortable? and I ask with a certain mind. Questions to um, get down to the root of what is making me uncomfortable. To further understand what it is and myself. So, so I listen to your podcast and I was like, why? What? what makes me? What? Why? What is it about this that doesn't make? That doesn't sit well with me. And and so I'm curious more than anything because okay. you know, here we are, total strangers, and um, I'm willing to say that we come from probably very different backgrounds. I'm right sure. and so we arrive in the here and now who we are today as people shaped by our, our experiences and mm-hmm. at any given point please um interject correct me if i'm wrong you know but i'm just speaking off the top and i i only speak from the heart um and a place of from love of love right i um, I, I gotcha. do not I'm not confrontational. I despise confrontation, all that. so like I said, this is not a debate, this is not a challenge. Um, so it overall, it sounds to me like you come from a place of fear instead of love. and to me in my personal beliefs, I think that it boils down to two things in life: fear and love, and also huh. two it sounded like you come from a place of a lack mindset as opposed to an abundance mindset and, and
2: okay where
0: i'm at and i've come a long way because two years ago i would have never said this about myself that i come from a place of love instead of fear and i i operate mm. with a mindset of abundance and not a mindset of lack and so it took a lot of hard work okay. to get to this point but in listening to the podcast, i'm like wow we're it sounds like we're in completely different mindsets and i'm curious i want to i want to bridge the gap and i want to understand why you know like here i am and here you are and especially as it relate to the covid situation and your arms mm-hmm. and your um your perspective on why you should arm yourself especially in these mm-hmm. times, like I just want to understand and I want to challenge myself and my beliefs to see if I am as firm in my beliefs as I think I am because I'm here Nature. and I can't tell you how happy I am in this moment in time and how good I am and how good I feel about my life overall, challenge all. Mm-hmm. you know. I just got through a 14 year relationship that ended in divorce. I signed papers last Friday, you know, been through some. But despite mm. all, I'm in gotcha. such a good place. I'm so positive, uplifted, happy, and um, maybe I'm living in a bubble. Maybe I, maybe I need a mm. reality to wake me.
2: Sometimes, sometimes, you know that happens. So, mm-hmm. so what? Let me ask you this: what, what's the first thing that made you go? This is not sitting well with me. If you can remember something that was... Sure, saying.
0: probably when you're talking about your firearms. What about it? So, I am not, I'm going to put myself out there and say I'm not educated on firearms whatsoever. You know, I don't know anything about firearms, but I share with you what I do know. And it's very limited. It's, you know, what you see in media and movies. For the most part, I've never okay. been round guns. Never been around firearms, so the little bit of interaction I have had in my 42 years of life has been through media, um, things you hear on the news, and 100 percent of the time, it has not been good, uplifting, positive. Mm-hmm.
2: I agree. I agree. Fear, totally.
0: violence, death, murder, all that.
2: I agree. I so that's totally that's, agree.
0: that's I think that clearly <laughs> explains why it doesn't sit well with me.
2: Okay, well, I'm, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. At this point, I kind of feel where this is gonna make it a little bit clearer for you. Um, where where are you located? I'm. In, I'm
0: are you in New? I'm, you in no, Jersey? I'm in Potomac, Maryland.
2: Okay, you're in Maryland. My mom's in. Silver. Silver, Spring. Silver Springs. Silver Springs. My mom's in the Silver Springs so have you been in maryland no, all no, your life not okay so i've moved around a lot i'm a i'm an I'm a artist i am too um i'm a i'm a rap artist you're I'm a, rap a rap artist,
0: artist but um fine
2: but you're an artist nice so i moved around quite a bit i've toured europe um i definitely toured the states uh the college tour we've been everywhere all the little holes in the walls in new york philly dc virginia so just experience wise keep in mind i'm not sure of your nationality or whatever but um i'm my my people are west indian we're from jamaica we're from spanish town jamaica and some of us are americanized some of us are still in jamaica and There's a lot of history with Mm -hmm. my people, my family, and then personal experience with me now. And me being an American at this point in America, I said to myself, maybe less than 10 years ago, I think I need a weapon, a gun. and. At one point, my wife disagreed, but then I, I broke it down to her. I, I let her know, listen, at any moment, that front door, that's only there to keep honest people honest. That's it. It's not to keep no one out. It's not to, you know, whoever wants to come in can come in. I got two locks and a chain. You, I can come in anyone's house if that's all you got. So I keep I keep that in mind that when I go to sleep, when I have my... Family behind these doors Those doors are there to keep Honest people honest It's not to keep people out It's not like oh let me lock my door to keep people out Because we know people can get in. So I, I sat with that reality And I said wow I'm a husband I have four children And If someone really came in my house And decided to Do any of the above things That I've seen in movies, in real life, friends telling me stuff that happened.
1: Uh oh. Yeah, I, I, I think we lost them. Oh no. Um. Hey, uh, Vicky, are you on on are you on Wi Fi or off or on, on data?
0: I'm on Wi Fi.
1: All right. I think I think I, just t- I took myself off Wi Fi today for this one. Um, the other ones I was always on Wi Fi to kind of see what I would get. And I think I think that is actually making the difference. Um, just to kind of shoot shooting it out there. I am going to reconnect uh, with both of you. So hang tight, and I'll send the link again.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Yep.
3: Yes. Yeah,
1: I'm back. You back? Wait, no, Vicky.
2: Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, come on, boy. Phone. my call my phone. Yeah, it's crazy.
3: Let's
2: see. I hope she comes back. Yeah. Um, this is. Hello, hello. Yeah, we're back. Okay, we back, we back. Man,
0: it was starting to get good, too.
2: Yeah, he, he said he got a no. phone call. Yeah, a phone call came in. I hit end, and then it kicked oh. me out of the, the podcast. So, I don't know what that was about, but we're back. I put it on, uh, What you call? Do Not Disturb, so hopefully a call doesn't come All in. Right. All right, so... Uh, Where was I? Um, Pretty much, you know, just giving you a a little background of, you know, what kind of person I am, where I'm from, my nationality, stuff like that. And the experiences I've been in and the things I've seen and the reality that, you know, that literally sat in front of me. And I have a beautiful wife with two beautiful daughters with two handsome sons and now a beautiful, handsome little grandson. Mm. So, everybody's so beautiful and healthy, it's amazing. So, I need that to stay that way, and I don't want to be compromised in no way. So, I said to myself, let me learn a little bit about firearms, and get myself involved, because as an American, but as a Black American, my reason for firearms is different than most other right. nationalities mine is a symbol of freedom at the same time security my people were hung trees and battered and bruised and raped and all kinds of things happened so with that in mind i said you know what there's a low undertone of freedom in my purchase it's not just oh someone may come in my house it's someone may come in my house You never know. I'm in the same country where that happened. So let me make sure in this house that doesn't happen. I'm not afraid of anything, but I'm prepping because I'm in reality. And I said to myself, I want my wife involved because me being involved and not having my wife involved, that's still kind of lopsided. So when I brought it to her, at first she was not with it. She was telling me not to bring anything in here. And I had something in the house anyway. And she found it and she called her, her father freaking out. Her father came and took it and, you know, that was that for the moment. Then I went to go look for it. I couldn't find it. So a big argument started and um, I sat her down and I gave her different scenarios. None of the scenarios she was able to 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 give me an answer for, really. She kept, you know, she realized she was backed into a corner because the reality hit her. And my wife is positive, non-confrontational, yoga instructor, Reiki, she does all of that. Vegan, yes, she's she's like, she's like a nature girl. She's just like, I don't need need your wife. But when I sat her down, mm, she got her license. She bought her she bought her gun she wow. bought three guns she goes to the range with me I have my license to carry she was like babe why didn't you get me get stay on me to get my license to carry I I really wow. needed that so I say all of that to say as a yoga instructor Reiki uh, like a fairy who who doesn't like confrontation needs a weapon and she didn't have a 22 she has an AR15. Okay. You know? So her thing was, you're so right, babe. Guess what? And she started running scenarios that if these things will happen, there's nothing we can do. There may not be available law enforcement officer to get here in time for these things. So I do feel it's my duty to learn this weapon, make sure I'm responsible, get a safe, lock it in. And when I need it, make sure it's accessible. Make sure my my kids see it make sure my kids learn it break the the curiosity of there's a weapon in here and put it on the table and we're gonna sit around the table and learn this weapon together so that's what happened and i feel at this point that was the greatest thing i've ever did because lo and behold there's things going on in this world that people don't know about and i've been through a lot of different schools of thought um that ties into what people would call conspiracy theories and stuff like that because I have a lot of history in my family so that history is passed on of things that's to come and things that went down so you learn from what happened before you to move forward and I'm moving forward with the intentions of what my ancestors and what my, my the people in my family and the experiences I'm putting together you know is bringing me to this reality of no, I'm not in fear of my life, but the reality is at any moment, my life can be compromised and taken from me because I'm in America, the world where everyone has a gun. So you don't need to get one. But if everyone else had one, why would you make yourself, you know, less prepared because you're just not a gun person? If this was a world of no guns, I wouldn't want one because I don't need it. But this is not that and this is so not that to the point where if you really think about it it's almost scary to not have a firearm in your house you can't fight kick stab or swing it back to fight any of these things that I'm thinking about these different scenarios so I'm not trying to you know live my life where oh my god I need a gun oh my god I need a gun but when I wake up in the morning like I said I have my gun under my pillow, on my nightstand, I'm brushing my teeth, got my gun there, I'm carrying through my house, but I'm in the state of New Jersey, so when I leave, I lock it back in the safe, I go about my business, when I come back, I unlock the safe, put it back on my hip. There's not a chance that you're supposed to take a day off from being secure with your family. Like I said, the front door is to keep front uh, honest people honest, and the reality is the beautiful family I have I need to keep that I need to keep it in this manner I need to keep the peace we have you know so I just feel the, the decision I made is it's amazing because it's a hobby and at the same time I'm actually doing something to secure my, my family at the highest level that we can do in this country you know and, and if, if we're going down the, the, uh, the Bill of Rights, you know the Second Amendment is there for a reason and if you read it, it might even make you think differently like the right to bear arms against a, a tyrant government. It's like can the government become the government become a tyrant? Yes why not? <laughs> Are you not experiencing it now? So what keeps the government at bay? The fact that behind every door there's a firearm. You know how many people told me this? Old, eighty-four-year-old white guys in the gun stores and the gun, the gun shows. Hey, man, this is a good decision because you know the only reason why we're not invaded is because we have guns the government will never overstep the people to a certain level we have weapons and as long as we have weapons we'll keep our peace that stuck with me I said wow that's deep that's deep bro that's coming from one of that's someone's ancestor that was an 84 year old man 10 yeah, years Yeah, you ago.
0: can't assassinate the president so, and you can't fight against you can't shoot law enforcement
2: I, well I'm not going to say I can't shoot Law enforcement, let me say this. I don't care. I don't care who you are. You can be Obama, Trump, the president. If you come to my door, you have a bullet in your head. Literally. I don't care. I don't play that. So if you come to my front door with the BS and I know that's not the law, that's not how it goes, you have a bullet in your head. I'm willing to sacrifice my physical material here to work that out, to make sure that my family doesn't get disrespected at that level so i pray that that never happens i i doubt that that's the, they're not gonna come to my door i'm i'm little me but it might be a situation where you're trying to engage in a situation where you're bringing some type of force to people's house and when you come to mind you won't make it, example, well, what, it d- can you
0: it. define exactly what the bs means like what's the
2: the BS. Okay, this could be the BS. I'll give you an example. In Katrina, right? Katrina went down. Uh, No one spoke about this, but I have people down there that told me detail. When Katrina went down and you know, things were flooded, people fighting for their life, they're trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to make it? Some people on the roofs. Some people didn't get flooded out. Those who didn't get flooded out were saying to theirself, you know what? This is a shit hits the fan scenario. Let me make sure I'm armed and protected because chaos. There's no power. Law enforcement's going crazy. The military's out here. People are getting robbed left and right. People are getting shot. There's a lot going on. No one really spoke about the details of the violence and the crime that was going on inside the inner city in the hood. So, what happened was, you had military, not, a, not many of them either, but small groups going door to door, yelling out an infantry number, kicking in doors, asking for firearms during a time like that. So, I said to myself, wow, you're going to remove these people's firearms at this point? There's no power, no phone, like is water all over like people are dying and you're just gonna take their firearms so there's some people that literally had a sign that do not approach my property or I will shoot and there were definitely law enforcement that were approaching that property and bullets were flying they had to get back to their car because they had handguns they were shooting rifles at some point that cop car kept it moving and went to the next house so I say all of that to say, there's different scenarios once you do your research and you find out what's to come and what happened in the past in other countries too. And we're not too far from certain scenarios as we speak now. I don't think people really realize what's going on. This is not the coronavirus only. So if those who think that's all it is, then, you know. That's cool, but it's not just the coronavirus. And there will be a point in time where law enforcement cannot come to your aid. Who is your law enforcement? You. You have your God-given right to protect you. No one can tell you not to protect you and how to protect you. That's what I need everyone well, let me to ask, take in. Let
0: me no ask you a question. Since I don't know what you're talking about, like yeah. you're protecting yourself against this thing, I have no idea what that is.
2: I'm over here, good, like, what am I- Exactly, so, seeing that,
0: and that's why I
1: feel well, a big well, point. This. Well, if I could chime in real quick, sure. guys, the, I think, because I'm on, I'm on both sides of this, um, and for for a lot of reasons, but one of the things to, to kind of touch on what Nat X was saying is that before the constitution, before, you know, governments, you know, talking back to when, you know, humans were just starting to work upright. Um, when trials were developed, people developed weapons. Spears were made, bow and arrow, whatever whatever was made. Once they figured out how to turn something into a weapon, because when there's a lack of resources and a lack of preparation for resources in the case of a pandemic or a government collapse or whatever have have you that comes across, you have to protect your little patch of earth. Like what whatever you have. Right. Because if I didn't get supplies, it's Aesop's fable of the grasshopper and the ant. The ant, the ant was planning the whole way around for the winter, but the grasshopper kept putting it off, doing what he needed to do. And then when the winter came, he had no supplies and no and no anything. So, in that in that regard, you're always going to have people in society who are going to prey on others in situations like that. Because law enforcement is tied up doing some kind of rescue, I'm going to go down the street to that ex house and go take their stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I think what happens, people say they or what what could happen is like an insurance policy that, well, once I'm armed here, they know not to come here, go somewhere else. Don't come here because I need to protect my family and 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 myself. On the other side of that, for what Vicky um, may, you know, and again, Vicky, you can correct me if I'm if I'm if I'm out of bounds on it. I think that certain certain realities for certain people um, don't exist um, either from what they've experienced or not experienced yet. Um, we, I'm a martial artist. I've been one since I was uh, like I could walk. And the thing about it is that you never know what someone else has on them, or you know what could happen to you anywhere because somebody somewhere right now picks somebody at this moment to be a victim for something just for no reason to so, say you know what I want to I want to hurt this person today and you might be out That's you right. might be out getting you know supplies for your family for this pandemic and I feel like you know what I'm, right. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go take her stuff you know what I'm saying That's so right so in the end of the day it's gonna be a bad day for somebody for somebody who's armed it'd be like yo you picked the wrong Wait, person so- today be- That's right
0: I, so what are you gonna shoot you the person who's trying to take your stuff I'm just gonna say no 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 no
2: if not for trying to take, but but for no, to get no, forced. no, 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 it's the level of how you're trying to take it. So, not that you're running up on me and you're saying out of your mouth, give me your, your paper towels, but you're gonna run to me to take my paper towels and pr- probably my yeah, money. That's and what we're talking about with a firearm. You greet fire with fire, don't, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not yeah we're not talking about that. We're talking about
1: that. I use the paradigm of martial arts because. Yes. Martial arts is self-defense. It's never, is never meant to be the aggressor. I'm never supposed to just go out and pick a fight with somebody. You know, it's like, you know what? Exactly. Somebody grabs me or grabs my wife. And I'm like, you picked the wrong day for this. Like, you, you got the wrong person. You should have went somewhere. I don't know what That's made right. you think that I was a victim for you, you to come prey on. So, is this something to keep the the wolves That's at right. bay? To say, well, you know what? Do not try this person today, because I don't know what they That's got.
2: That's it. That's right exactly pray to never use them we pray i always i say to my wife we pray to never use them and just shoot paper at the range we don't want to kill people everyone deserves life but if you approach me with a weapon that can kill me i don't think people take it into consideration that maybe an angel could come down and stop that that's not reality so the reality is i have to greet fire with fire if you come in with your hands, I can fight too. So we're going to fight and we, we'll both be alive, but mm-hmm. you're not going to approach me with a weapon and I'm going a, I'm to a use Jesus or Allah or Buddha or pray it away Question. or meditate that away. I'm going to get shot yeah. or robbed. And that's Question. the reality. We're in America. We're in America. Cool. Go ahead,
0: so, let let's say in that scenario, somebody's got a weapon, they want to take your stuff, and you defend yourself. Are you trying to hurt the person to defend yourself you're trying to kill this
2: person kill kill because this is what happens and I got these I got these different type of feelings from law enforcement I had I'm a barber as well so I cut law enforcement I got lawyers judges I cut all kinds of different professional people so this particular cop sat in my chair he's a DEA agent he said dead man tell no lie i said what he said yeah dead man tell no lie so when somebody come in your house make sure you take them out this is what happens if you injure and try to shoot a guy in the foot there's a chance that that guy can go to court come up with this crazy fictitious story pay the lawyers uh, a lot of money and beat you in court Even though he came into your house with a weapon and tried to rape your wife or whatever, take your house now that he beat you in court, now you're in prison. So this way, if you take him out or her out or whoever the person is, out, you know, because they're coming to kill me. I'm not doing it because you're in my face yelling or whatever. If you have a gun, a knife, like you are charging at me, it has to be something to make me fear for my life not something simple. I'm going to lay you down and I'm trying to take you out. I'm not going to shoot 25 bullets. I'm trying to lay one in your head. You're done. And then we're going to call law enforcement to give the description. And then they're going to do the, you know, whatever they do the investigation. And then I'm going to go home to my family. That's how it's going to work out. So we're not gonna hit you in your foot, so you can lift home to your lawyer and lie. And and Vic, gonna take it um, And and I think
1: so. I'm also from New Jersey, not originally, but I, I most of my, I would say, seventy percent of my life, I grew up in New Jersey. So when I, so when that ex said early in the call about this is New Jersey, and when you leave a house, you gotta you know put it in safe or whatever, because New Jersey has some very weird laws when it comes to self defense. And I'm only speaking yeah. of from a martial artist perspective, and again, I'm not a lawyer or a judge or anything like that, but, but how I understand and interpret the law for self-defense is what a reasonable person would do. Someone is trained, and this is me um, kind of um, um, not n- not agreeing with NatX in this regard, but kind of saying, depending on what the threat level to me, and this is my per- my thing, whatever the threat level is, mm-hmm. you meet it with that. What a reasonable person would do, he's he, you know, right. he's saying in the in the extreme sense that well, his killer will be killed because if this person's firing at me and I'm firing at them, they're not firing to injure me, they're firing to kill me. You know, it's 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 the that's wild right. west. So I, I can well. understand that. But as a person um that respects life, um there is a, a level of a level of, of restraint that is needed. But in the moment, in the moment you have to realize you know because we see it all the time in these these police shootings about I felt that that my life was in danger so I had to shoot to kill every movie we've ever seen once they drop That's the threat true. they kick the gun away and they're and the body's not even moving and they kick the gun away and it's still on on that person the weapon is still pointing at that person because they're looking to get rid of that threat period you know it's, it's either you or me, it's That's you right. or me. <laughs> so I understand where he's That's coming right. from I wouldn't say that, I, you know, I would take someone's life because I, feel, I I would have to be in that situation where I felt my my life or the life of my loved one was that threatened for me to to me to exercise that level of force.
2: That's right. That's, That's
1: the, the only thing. reason to do it. By being a the only um, reason to do that African American male in 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 United States of America, we we have a different perspective when it comes to certain things growing up, and I grew up in the inner city, and the things that you sometimes see and hear or is around you, you kind of look at things different. And then when you get older, you either awaken or you still stay asleep. You know what I'm saying? No one, I live in Virginia. Mm -hmm. This is the Commonwealth. And I, I mentioned this a few times on podcasts and in conversations that I come across with people. Here, I don't know who has what. I don't know who knows what. You know, I've seen simple, simple fighting over a parking spot escalate into weapons being drawn. I'm like, whoa, where am I at? Because even growing up in these storms, I've never really seen that level of, of like, I'm protecting me, you know, you know, it it was more so Mm -hmm. somebody's getting robbed for something that they need or whatever. But, but now that I'm older, I see Mm -hmm. that guns are used for, um, as a kid, I guess I'm about to say as a kid. I thought guns were used for revenge, for you killed my friend, I'm going to kill you and that kind of thing. Cuz in the movies it always felt like you was going out to kind of avenge something that happened. But as an adult, I realized it's for defense. It's like, yo, I'm not going to I'm not going to go out and willfully kill somebody, but they have to perpetrate a a something exactly. on me for me to retaliate, for me to say, "Well, you know what? Not today." Um Anyone that has um, worked with someone who um, is abusive, if you have an abusive spouse or you have a, or, or an abusive parent and stuff like that, eventually the person, will the, the, the abused person will get to a point where they're gonna break. They're gonna get cornered. They're gonna get put into a situation where it's like, you know what? This person's gonna kill me today because the level of violence is increasing. So I gotta protect my I gotta protect myself. I gotta That's it's right. either you or me. Either you're gonna kill me or I'm gonna kill you because we can't we can't both exist like this. So when you prey upon a society, when you pray upon a site to Nat point, when you pray upon a society, the gun is just basically mm-hmm. a, a warning. It's a cobra having his hood up to say, don't fuck with me. Like I'm I'm not one of them snakes in the garden that you just come around playing with. I'm, I'm, I, I'm a cobra. I will kill. That's I right. bite, I kill. I'm a black mamba. I bite, I kill. That's right. So there's certain markings that that you have. You know, certain martial arts don't wear belts. You know, you like, oh, what That's belt right. is he? Is he eighth degree black belt? They just like, I don't need a belt. A tiger doesn't need to know that the stripes are for danger. I'm a tiger. I got stripes on. You got to know that in society that you don't come up to me crazy because I'm going to do something back to you. Vicki, um, go ahead. I, right. haven't, I haven't gotten you a chance
0: yeah. to say. A couple things, a couple things. Please you add on. You know, please. please you all have children share. that you feel you need to protect. I'm a mama bear. I have three young kids. I'm a single mama bear with three young kids in a house by myself all this time. The same position where I want to keep my family safe as well, you know, oh. but I'm not in the mindset of, I have to have a firearm to protect my family, and I completely—I can't say I understand because I have not lived the experiences you have that have brought you to this mindset of having to have firearms to defend yourself. And um, you know, everyone is dealt a different hand of cards in life, mm. and so those are the cards that you've been dealt, and I've been dealt the cards I have, that's right. and that's why I'm where I'm at. Today, I I don't feel fear.
3: Mm. I don't
0: fear death. I surrender and trust the universe that whatever happens is meant to happen. And so, like if a situation came up, and you know, I'm just speaking Mm. my truth and from the heart. Like if something, you know, I'm I live in the suburbs. Okay. But shit happens in the suburbs too. You hear of stories, mm-hmm. you know, break-ins in the suburbs of like peaceful communities, you know, break-ins happen and shootings happen and murder, rape and all that. So, you know, that could happen, but I'm not afraid of that. I have, I have fear. I don't, you know, I, I of course want to protect my family, but I don't mm-hmm. feel like I have to protect them in that way.
1: I, so and i can appreciate that vicky that that actually is actually pretty poignant what you just said on on my rebuttal to that would be it's it's the lion tamers mentality a lion tamer is dealing with a wild animal that is powerful enough to kill on the spot but they feel like i you know i don't i don't i don't have the, the fear of like this this animal hurting me and i think the perspective that netx and i come from and again it might be just environment or world travels or whatever you want to call it it tends to be it tends to be that Mm -hmm. like like you mentioned on the call when you first connected that you are um well i don't want to use the word pacifist because i think you used the word pacifist but you are peace loving i am i'm not i'm not a um i'm not a belligerent person but i am i'm warlike. i i um i believe in conflict um that is I believe in conflict to, to the extent of the defense part of the conflict. Like, you're not going to just keep a person under the lash until they rise up on you, you know what I'm saying? You cannot pray your way out of everything. You cannot always, you know, look at things as like, well, someone's going to someone's gonna fix this for me eventually, or it'll get better, you know? So I, I come from a place where, right. again, I, I can use restraint in dealing with conflict, but if violence is exacted on me, I will meet that violence with violence like i am 100 sure of this fact because it's been tested and proved through my life out of out of the 46 years that i've been living That's right. and again it's sometimes something that you have to learn to be with like I, I perceive everyone to me that i meet as a threat at first until i i feel you out until the energy is real and it's clean and it's pure i'm looking at you like one thing that we don't do as a society, like if you invite someone into your home, say if I invited Vicky to my home and I went to Nat X's house, I have to clear with Nat X, can I bring this person to your house? Because I don't know what this person's going to come in your house and see and want and all that kind of thing. So the perspective that I come from is that everyone, until you, until you show me that I can trust you, you're a threat to me because because human nature is human nature people That's sometimes right. have a a sense of false reality that you know we live in a society now where if, if i saw vicky on the side of the road in the middle of the night in a, in a thunderstorm with her hood up i'm like oh my god she you know she needs help but then a part of me is gonna say yo this could be a setup like she you know saying these cats got these cats got guns with you go. and i, yes, I pull man. up and all of a sudden i'm robbed you know back in the day i would have been like yo she needs help i'm just gonna stop and i'm gonna do everything i can to get you home to your kids safely but everybody like doesn't that whole nice thing it's like it, it takes a while for you to let your guard down and again you know people get people get lullaby to sleep with that everybody's this nice guy and they're not
2: that's right most of them are not most are not and that's that's sad because just look, I mean, just think, look at this world. We and more people agree with violence, they want violent movies. It's they keep putting them out there and we keep going to yeah. see them. It's like we yeah. would not you, but more people like think how many people, like how many millions of dollars are put into these movies. And they say, Oh, the new so and so movie yeah. sold so many million. That was you got remember the, um,
1: people want uh, this movie heat with Alpacino. That scene, that bad scene, yes. two guys in North Hollywood reenacted that scene in real life. They walked in. They changed the laws yep. in LA That's for right. police to have certain types of weapons because the police were they were outgunned, That's literally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Art imitates life. So That's what he's right. saying, I can understand, is that we live in a violent society. And I, I honestly, Vicky, I wish I could embrace that 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 all. Encompassing, you know, accept everything and everyone, but I just can't because again, I've seen, I've seen personally, I've seen evil. Yeah. I've seen things where I can't explain. I'm like, why would you, why would you do this to a child or do this to another person? Like, how is this even possible yes. that That's this right. person can have any compassion for another human That's being? Right. You know, you know, I seen somebody in yep. New York one time. I That's was coming right. from New York, and I seen these people beat up this homeless guy for no reason. Like, he was just out there. And I was like, what is the, what was the point of that? Why would you, who raised you to go out there to do that to somebody that they can't defend themselves? You know what I'm saying?
2: That's right.
1: Um, there was a story, um, and I don't know if you guys might remember this. Um, this was in the early 80s, maybe early to mid 80s. And if and if you don't remember this story, if you don't know this story, I, I, I implore you to kind of go um, look it up. Because you can find a lot of in, information on it. But it was this guy named Bernard Getz right he rode the subway every day Hmm. in new york city and he was a he was a middle-aged i mean i'm sorry he was a uh a 30-something white guy very normal straight shooter kind of guy and he would get robbed on the subway so one night he decides to get a weapon and go on the subway and and just sit there waiting to get robbed and he did it for a few weeks and nothing happened and then you know he still kept the weapon on him and then one time he, he finally got what he wanted and these three guys tried to rob him and he defended himself. And there was a big chasm on both sides about if he did the right thing, if he begged these guys into doing something, if he premeditated to go, he went out and did this. But it showed you that he felt like he needed to protect himself just going from point A to point B, whether it's work, whether it's school, whether it's to get food. He's like, I need to be able to move throughout my environment without fear, you know? I, and I was in I was young when that happened. That's right. But I was in the camp of like, well, if you out there robbing people and doing all that and you and that's what happens, that's what you deserve. You know, and people look at me like, yo, like why would you I'm not I'm like exactly. if you're a bully or you something like because I don't like bullies, if you somebody like that, you, you using force against other people, you a sucker. And I'm I can't adhere to that kind of stuff. I don't like that type of stuff where you praying on other people. So if somebody pull out something on you and you get murdered. And people are like, oh, Johnny was such a good kid. I'm like, Johnny wasn't a good, Johnny was a robbing. Johnny wasn't a good kid. And he got what he, you right. got what he was looking for. That's
2: right. That's right. Brought the devil to other people against, against their will. It's like that. Doesn't make sense to just sit there and just be a sitting duck. I don't have time for that. Like I said, when I said beautiful, I mean, my family can be models. They're beautiful. I'm not playing. And that Same. matters to me, you know, because the inside matters Same. the outside. And <laughs> can I put a questions? lot of work into my family.
0: Have you ever had a gun pulled sure. on you before?
2: Yes. Oh yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I, I,
2: yes. I can. Yes.
1: I'll give okay. you about five okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Well.
0: Whenever you're ready, well. we can
2: tell you the story if you want to know. Me. Okay. <laughs> Little old me. deep. Hmm.
0: Little, little old me, okay? Yes,
2: please cannot hear the story. years
0: old, Come from a very different background from y'all. But here I, here I am with two circumstances in my life where I've mm-hmm. had guns pulled on me. And my life was in danger, totally could have died. But yet, mm-hmm. even with those experiences, I still am like,
2: mm.
0: nope, I still don't feel the need to, to arm and protect myself.
1: Wow. Wow, that is,
2: mm. wow. yeah, that that, is, that, that, yeah so, so listen to it. I'm not gonna like go into like very in
0: deep details, but the first time I was in Atlanta, second time I was in the Bronx, okay? Mm. Yeah, so, you know, mm. we may be very different, different. but I see a <laughs> lot of commonalities and overlap between the three of us even though we're so different and we had such different experiences and such different lives, you know? Um, which brings me to also ask yeah. Nat this specifically. So we, we, <laughs> there's so much interesting overlap here. Um, first of all, we both know Cleve. Second of all, you know, we're both into hip hop. Third, we're vegan. Mm-hmm. And then your wife is a yoga Mm -hmm. instructor. I was supposed to go to India Mm -hmm. this June to uh, get my yoga teacher training and to come certified, right? So, thank you. So, let me ask you a question. Um, Like being vegan, you know, a huge premise Mm -hmm. behind that is nonviolence to animals, right? And things. And also, you know, the real, real yoga. That's right as it was intended um in the ancient teachings as it originally was intended you know it's it's ahimsa nonviolence mm-hmm. as well so i'm just going to speak mm-hmm. for myself like i'm staying in my lane and doing my thing to perpetuate the peace and the nonviolence and to promote that and affect people with my ripple effect in that regard and not perpetuate the violence that already exists.
2: Hmm. That's, I mean, in reality, that sounds really well, but it doesn't work in this setting, only because you're literally using your body as a sacrifice because you don't have too many chances really when people are pulling weapons to your head that they're not going to use it by some i don't know great reason they didn't do it to you but you can't go on just letting these things happen and feeling that let me represent peace by not defending myself that is going to make sure that you're not around your children honestly and you're same- saying that's that's, that's scary a fear mindset that's, that right there just doesn't sit well with me. you,
0: you just said that's scary to me that's fear why is it fair
2: why isn't it prepping it's scary to know that you can just be taken out i think and there's no one there i think with your children.
1: Um, and that's if you if, if if i'm overstepping let me know i think i think what he's trying to say is that is that having um if someone take if you touch a hot stove and you burn your hand now you know that stove is hot when you see that stove, you're like you know what let me not let me make sure i touch the knobs first make sure that it's not hot before i touch it again there's certain there's certain things that happens in life where i think and vicky we talked about this yesterday like people sometimes keep inviting the same yeah. things over and over again to happen to them and then they wonder why like yo if not like why does this keep happening to me i'm like because you keep going to the same spot if you're gonna go there and get robbed, why would you keep right. going to that same place to get robbed? Go somewhere else. So I think, I think that your 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 energy and your self acceptance of, you know, I'm I'm gonna do my part to do good is great. I actually that is actually pretty dope. In this cold conversation, I think that's probably one of the one yes, of the most it really thick, is. telling things that 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 realize who you are is that you can accept. You know certain things in life. Certain people can't can't do that. Like I'm one of those people that I cannot, I cannot let things keep happening to me without me having a a, a saying like, you know what? The next time you try to rob me or whatever, it's gonna be a problem. Not you not you're just not gonna do that anymore. That's you know? right. If you if you keep if you um, and and this is not disrespectful comment. I hope not. If you keep being prey, you're gonna stay prey. You know what I'm saying? Some 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 people. There's some predators out there in in all forms in all forms and whether yeah. they they bully you for right. for your money or they bully you for your time or they bully you for want to control you th- there's a point where you say enough you know what let me let me not you know not stop being myself but let me not look at the world like everybody's just everybody's so inviting the world is a very and this pandemic actually showed you it showed you how crazy things got the first thing that went selling off the shelves before food and toilet paper was guns right. and ammo. That was the first and thing. And I don't understand bought. why. nobody I'm like, bought like, because Because it's to protect what you got. It's like, you know what? If the if the government collapsed tomorrow, there is no National Guard coming to protect me. There's no police coming to protect me. So my neighbor's looking at me like, you know, one of the things, I don't know if you guys saw this, a guy had a whole garage stockpile full of um all mm-hmm. kind of supplies, and they were showing him on TV. And he was selling, you know, crazy numbers selling. And he said, "Hey, hey, don't show my address. Don't show my mailbox. You know, because people gonna come there. <laughs> people gonna come there to get it. Then I come in to pay." Can you I say some to things
0: to potentially take this in a different direction? Sure. So these people and. Yeah uh it sounds like you included are like arming yourself and stockpiling for a potential threat so i would like for you to educate me and as well as the audience on facts on why we should be of that mindset because to me that's fear mindset and a a lack mindset of lack not abundance and not love so i want you to educate me on why i should get on board with you Leave. so basically
1: how i look at it and again this is this is this is this is how i this is how i see this we've been we've been locked down now just one day short of and 60 i'm having days, a blast <laughs> right yeah just short of 60 days and within that time there has been no school shootings because That's nobody's right. been at school over, over, over sixty days in this country, there's, there's over, I think 108 some school shootings in, <laughs> a month or something. It's some crazy number. So when it comes down to, and again, I'm going to revert this conversation back to, not trying to make you get on board with getting a weapon, but you need to understand that, that if you have ten neighbors and you're not unarmed, you're the eleventh person on that, on that block. That could have a problem because the other 10 houses ain't gonna have that problem, so to speak. So it's something that it's a mindset of protection, it's defense. But it, it, as far as facts yeah, tell me, go, tell me like, as far as facts go, we exactly are exactly
0: what's gonna happen and why I should have a gun right now. Like,
1: who's gonna <laughs> my door
0: that I need to shoot?
1: If, 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 if we, if, 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 if anarchy, pres- if, if martial law didn't exist, like we don't have martial law right now, we kind of have a, a sense of martial law, but it ain't totally there yet. Your neighbor is a potential threat. Every time, every time you buy something, Amazon package or something, a TV or whatever, people see that come to your house all the time. You're like, oh, she she bought this or she bought that. I wonder what they got in the, in that house. Movies like, like, yeah. like, like The Purge. It, it, it kinda you know, it's it's fantasy in a sense, but it's kinda some reality too. It's like you're, you're or your your neighbors are your probably your worst enemies and you don't even know it. Or or someone someone who who you thought was a friend of yours realizes in the pandemic, you know what? Last time I was over Vicky house, she had a whole bunch of stuff. I'm gonna go and she don't got no gun there. I'm gonna go oh, you know, it's just her and her kids here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go there you're, to tell it, you're still doing. telling so, me
0: that's if the government
1: yeah, that's you have car insurance there you go. if you have an there accident.
2: There you go. That's what that's the <laughs> that's perfect what I'm trying to say. If you have the accident. Don't wait <laughs> till have, the last but, minute because yeah. then it's too late. Okay, man. but exactly. what
0: if uh, in an accident you still yeah. have chances? You still have oh. odds. Tell me the odds of the government collapsing.
2: Oh. Oh man, well, you... we there's so oh. many
1: times that we could have collapsed, that we have not but we're close to one right now. If, if if this rolls another another sixty days to hundred, if this rolls to another sixty days,
2: we we looking at right. economic I'm collapse. I'm gonna tell you personally, I'm gonna collapse, because <laughs> there's no money coming in. I'm a barber. yeah, no. He, so he
1: and, and and I said that. I, I'm glad he said that because everybody, like, I'm literally putting myself out there in in the world. I'm literally like six months from being financially ruined. Me too. If, That's if, about if, right. If this if this don't ease up ruined. and and you think when that happens, you think I'm not going to be out there looking, looking with
0: something. You're gone. You know, God forbid.
2: Believe it. Believe it. Not as see over I, here. Believe it.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> but let me let me bring up
2: another point. <laughs>
0: All right, see, I, <laughs> other countries, third world countries out there, uh, living in poverty with collapsed governments and communist governments. You know, they have
2: to. They remove their weapons
0: without the f- tube.
1: Yet they're still surviving, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are actually happy because that's all they know. And they're okay. Here's the thing: one of the martial arts that I know is called Krav Maga, and it's an Israeli close combat-based system. And it came into existence in the forties, in nineteen forties, in Israel when occupation happened, and the, the society at large were not allowed to use weapons, meaning guns. So they learned how to fight, and in doing so, it this type of fighting is deadly fighting because it's fighting to the death. Like, you literally are are breaking, you know, you're using excessive force if needed. And we in this country, and this is um, to X. we in this country, in America, we have the most gun fatalities in the world because there's a lot of guns Mm -hmm. here. So to his point that there's so many, why don't, why would you... Want to be the only one without a rock and a exactly. rock
2: bike
1: Why would you be the only one like not armed? You know what I'm saying? Um And and again, it's not to say I'm a, I'm I'm an aggressor. I'm gonna go out and do something. It's meaning that when when this this um, situation doesn't get corrected, there's things that's going on that the news media is not hitting on because certain outlets like the BBC have talked about, you know. Um, Arise in certain types of crimes. People, life is still going on. People are still having heart attacks and strokes and other. Everybody dying from COVID. People dying from other stuff too. So th- there's still burglaries going on. There's still murders going on. There's still rapes going on. You know. And again, in this type of situation, when there's limited resources to help you because those resources are strained. That's where Nat that X, I kinda could agree with him saying, Well, you know what? Don't knock on this door. Go go next door. Because that's you right. Not have and that. why would
2: that be considered fair? I'm trying to make sure we make it. Like, you know, it's like we're not promised tomorrow and I'm not gonna let someone else take away my tomorrow.
0: So coming from a mindset of abundance, I feel like if someone Robs me. Clearly, they need it more than I do, and I would gladly give them whatever it is that I have that they need. It. Mm. So, if someone comes to my house, and wow. I have things we wow. need. Wow. I will literally hand it to them because I know <laughs> that there are resources that I can tap into, even in a pandemic, that will help, even third-world countries have
2: assistance.
0: Wow. So that's my mentality on that.
2: Hmm. That That is not my reality because right now, like Cleve said, I'm sitting here with no job and there's not a dollar coming in. I don't have I'm a from, I'm originally. I'm, I'm originally from, like, when I was born, I was born in the South Bronx. So I'm from poverty, but my family's from Jamaica. So I'm from real poverty. I'm from Forest Avenue Projects. So it's just a different it's so different to come from that and go I went through yes. to that I can agree with you like I, that I would be I don't know that just sounds so opposite of me and my wife is not from where I'm from she's from a suburb in New Jersey she was only completely I want to say she might have been the, the only two black people in her town so she really comes from a different background and she agrees with me wholeheartedly because the reality is i'm not gonna give you all my supplies what are we gonna drink and eat i have a family i I, I don't have no one to call i'm from the hood we barely have it even when i have connects they don't have it they don't have enough you know like black people don't have it like that we really don't. I really wish we did. I would not feel this way. We don't have the phone call to make for anything. When I run out, I I run out. My brother who, who lives in Brooklyn, he can't help me. My sister lives up the street. She can't help me. Neither can anyone else help me. They're trying to help themselves. Now, if I was a, a different nationality, honestly, that would make a big difference. Honestly, just that one thing make a big and i think
0: that that reality Um, is so unfortunate
2: that it come down and it sucks
0: i mean i mean but that could be said
1: that could be said on the other side is that is that a lot of survival instincts not people not built for it when the shit hits the fan it's like if you if you don't have street smarts i'm gonna use the streets as an example i grew up you know not not impoverished but I have street I have street sense. I have street smarts. There's certain things that you don't do, and certain places you don't go unless you you know have somebody that you know around in an area. And a lot of people are in a, in a in a situation. A lot of people are too trusting and they're too open because again I use I use a scenario of it's a stormy night. You're on the side of the road with your hood up, and I'm driving by, and my human compassion the tail to me was like oh my gosh she needs help let me stop but then the side where i grew up is like hold up let me make sure that it's safe like i don't see no other cars i don't see nobody lurking somewhere where well, i'm gonna stop and expose myself to something stupid you know what i'm saying it, it it's it's that kind of thing is it's where i could see where both of you guys are coming from but if i had to choose a side i'm gonna choose the side now X is on because of how i perceive things from when I was younger, it, it, it's just that, like, we're not too trusting because a lot of things. You guys shared about guns mm-hmm. being pulled. I had, I had a police officer pull a gun on me, yeah. and I was I was on a college campus. Was, I'm 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 in school. I'm a, I'm in my se- second semester, so, um, freshman year of college, mm-hmm. coming from a class in an engineering building, and I'm I got detected. I got guns in my face. They throw my hundred dollar books on the ground. I get handcuffed. For mistaken identity. And I had about a hundred people in a class that just saw me come out of a classroom and they said I, I was involved in an armed robbery mm. of a um of a pathmark. And I'm like, Are you serious? Are you serious? And it took a few hours for me to get released, but I'm like, a professor had me in class. I was in class with my peers and my friends. I was going from the class to dinner. I'm like, how is and I'm fearful. I was huh. fearful of the police for a long time after that. I was like, yo, I'm not even That's playing what? around.
2: Yeah. yeah, there might be a level of fear here. Now that you say that, that makes a lot of sense. I do have some yeah. fear. It's law enforcement yeah. because I had several situations with that too. And that pre- creates fear. But that's the, that, that, I mean, I guess that is fear. I can't fight. Yeah, you. right. I'm, thinking, I'm not and, you was wrong I'm trying to say and, and, and I'm right. right. And yeah. you're, right. right you're right.
0: I'm just, I'm just observing. You're right. right. Like if you boil it down to, right. so, everything. It comes down to two basic human emotions. And I'm going to take it a step further. Two basic choices. You have a choice to continue to operate from this place of fear from your experiences, or you can rewire your brain. And it's a scientific fact that there is neuroplasticity in the brain where you can rewire these deep seated impositions that society and your experiences have imposed on you.
1: But Vicky, we talked about this yesterday and you remember this conversation. Yes. We, we talked about, you called it epigenetics. Yes. Yeah, that is, I'm looking that up right now. That's dope. So, so as I mentioned to you yesterday, slavery as an example, DNA Absolutely. Wise, so, I've been scarred from slavery. My ancestors, I've been- Yeah, it's in my DNA to too. I things. came certain from, don't
0: make my parents are from Vietnam. I'm Vietnamese, I'm Asian. Okay, they came from a third world country, war-torn, ripped from their families. They had to run, literally jump on boats to escape for their lives and, you know, survival mode. Okay, So it's, you know, I'm saying there's a lot of overlap between us all. There are a lot of common threats. So it's wow. in my DNA as well. I'm not some like suburban housewife who's been sheltered all her life, who's had no experiences and no difficulties and none of these life-threatening challenges. And I do have these things attached to my DNA. And these traumas, it is a scientific fact because the study of epigenetics is a scientific Mm -hmm. study. Uh, These traumas are passed down to us as additions onto our DNA. But we still have the choice to break this cycle
1: yeah but see but my choice is between predator and prey and i'm gonna choose predator every second that's right i'm gonna always choose predator because again i look at it um from a self-defense aspect meaning not without a weapon as far as a gun i look at it as like anyone that walks up to you vicky and wants to rob you or do you harm and you do them a real some real damage I don't have any kind of compassion for that person. I'm like, you picked the wrong. You picked her. What? What made you think that she wasn't going to defend herself, or she wasn't going to challenge you, or you thought she was that bad to do that to her? So when you, when people go out and and again, you're right. Speaking from a fear <laughs> aspect, is that I have a, a heightened sense of like, you know what? My fears is not going to get me killed because I'm not going to be lulled to sleep thinking that oh I'm I'm good here. No, I'm not good here. You know, anyone that goes in. And there's consequences to everything, you know. If you pull a weapon on somebody and take their life, and it, it it wasn't clear self-defense, you are gonna be judged by twelve people. That's right. You're be judged by twelve people for what what you did. And Jersey has no Jersey has no self-defense law. And I don't know if you knew this, NatX. Like they don't have the they specific. do.
2: They do. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's like what a reasonable. Well, I'm speaking from a, a a martial artist thing. If I if I knock someone down and you know we're fighting and i knock someone down and they're incapacitated if i go for seconds and thirds on this person then i've I've turned that self-defense into man one slaughter whatever i've turned it into another situation where i knocked them down i'm supposed to turn that off and, and flee and go and get help or whatever it is but when you consistently you know if you shot someone and you, and it sounded like he was saying this earlier, like he's not, he's not, he's not stop shooting until the, the threat is done, eliminated. It's like it ain't one shot or whatever. Some some states have a warning shot law. You got to shoot a warning shot, that hey, back up, or I'm gonna empty this cartridge. It's really different. So you're right, Vicky. It, it is a place of fear, but my fear is gonna make me always pick not to be a prey to somebody else. That's right. Epigenetics. I'm gonna there has to be a talk on that at some point, Vicky, because that is so yeah, when he said
0: really, that to me yesterday, and, I was like, really look fascinating. Yourself. And um, said, you know man, from what you crazy. both have shared about your history and your ancestors, it would absolutely be um, something fascinating for you to both look into. And um, if you did want to do an episode on that, I have a friend, close friend of mine, who is uh, She's a facilitator for this very little-known uh, holistic form of therapy called systemic constellations, and you should look up that as well. Mm. Systemic constellations—it is a method of breaking the chains and the cycles and the curses brought onto you by your ancestors. It's deep. I went through one session, I was in tears within yeah, 10 minutes. No. Yeah, you like acknowledge your wow, ancestors wow. and she takes you down a path and a journey to um, pinpoint things and like identify things and things that are holding you back, limiting ideas, limiting beliefs that have been passed down from like, I'm not talking about from your parents or their your, their parents or your grandparents, great-grandparents, I'm talking about like, Five, six, seven generations ago, like hundreds of years, and you have the ability, if you want to do the yeah. hard work—I'm not saying it's easy—to break the cycle.
1: Yeah, I mean, at its at its at its simplest, <laughs> at the simplest ex- explanation is two vegans. When and and I don't and I don't yeah. I don't eat red meat. I, I I eat chicken and fish and all that, but I don't eat I don't eat beef or pork. And when when they slaughter a calf, and if that calf was scared yep. at the moment of truth it tenses up and that and that goes through that that last moment of that animal's life goes to that place exactly it's like he froze up or she froze up and we killed and we killed them and then you got to carry that exactly animal, that fear or whatever you about to eat hmm. that you know that's right that's right
2: that's <laughs> right i'm
1: i'm not a vegan but i'm enlightened
2: That's right. That's true. That trauma, you just swallowed the trauma. So, so, Vicky, let me ask you this. So, your ultimate goal at this point, as far as just staying peaceful and, you know, nonviolent, after this, you know, this conversation we had, do you still feel the reality is... I go wherever I want. I do what I want. I'm home as a single mom with my children, and whatever happens, just well, let there's it a happen. fine line. I'm not gonna put myself in this situation, you know.
0: I, I'm not gonna go to places I know where I would be endangered. You don't, know, you, 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 well, you do, do,
2: you do, and you don't, know you
0: don't, you don't right. know they, what's
1: they gonna they happen if come, come door, to you,
0: okay? But but you don't at the same time, you can get a general sense. For example, again, I live in the suburbs of Potomac, Maryland, okay? It is safe. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's not my cup of tea. I'm not here by choice. I'm here by circumstance, actually. But if I go walk around this neighborhood, it's a different situation than if I went to said neighborhood elsewhere. And I know as a female, Asian, you know walking out street myself i would absolutely put myself in danger so i'm saying
1: i'm not going to do that i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some homework Vicky. this is this is this is real actual facts right here when you get a chance tonight or tomorrow whenever you get you know some free time to yourself i want you to go on google things found on ring doorbells at night and you're going to be surprised of some of the areas already and the I neighborhood know. And places I, that had <laughs> that had like what the hell was was in my backyard? Some dude walked up to the door at two yeah, o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah, I already and they know. You know, I'm like,
0: um, I'm very crazy. sensitive. What? I'm a little bit of an empath. I feel things a little deeply. You know, I don't like to know details, I, and I stay away from the news and the media because I already know oh. what's going out there. I don't need to know the details. But I know that these things happen, I'm still not scared. Yeah. Nothing, you guys. have yeah. guys. Said. <laughs> no, it's
1: not scared. But no, man. it's not scared. It's just, it's just, it's just being, it's just being prepared. And and, and when I use the word prepared, in the sense, is that meaning I that I am not a soldier going into battle without a weapon.
0: Um, nothing you yeah. guys have said has convinced me, uh, has swayed me in your direction whatsoever. I, I, I'm still looking for like facts of why. <laughs> um i should be prepared for defending myself in, in, in the future
1: now that it. you live you live in united states of america that's that's mm-hmm. that's facts enough
2: that's hold facts on can enough. i you say, live in united
1: states of america
2: can i say one thing i <laughs> Hi. have a beautiful wife with me right now <laughs> all right Hi. and Hi. i Hi. i want i want her She's a yoga instructor. She does Reiki, yeah. and she's yeah, very peaceful, non concentration I, I this is
0: to w- be this is to be another topic <laughs> for her
3: and I to.
1: Have- <laughs> oh, absolutely,
3: absolutely. <laughs> yes, I would love that. That would be awesome.
2: <clears throat> so I want, I kind of want my please. wife to to chime in real quick and just just. From a, a from a a person sort of like yourself saying so you can take this in.
3: So I just kind of came in, so I don't really I kind of just got a gist of what you guys are talking about. But um, my whole take on like firearms and you know just the need to defend yourself and have you know that ability and the skill set to be familiar with guns, um, I just say if a bad guy with a gun breaks into your house, how are you gonna stop him? Like, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. So you could, like, get your gun license, you know, train to, you know, be apt with guns so that, you know, if you have to handle them, you know what you're doing and you have, you know, you're safe and everything. But it may never come to a point. Send that skill set (laughs) behind. Yeah. Else, you have that ability to is my take on it, because, you know, like he said, I'm, I'm all about peace and everybody needs to love one another. and Let's be kind. <laughs> but,
1: you have you have some you have some police officers that can go an entire 20 year career right, right. without ever unholstering the weapon ever. And I know I know a couple of cops that have retired policemen that have never drew their weapon mm-hmm. other than a, a training thing. You know, so I, I, I yeah. definitely agree,
2: but it's better to have it you know, and not need that than to you know, need it and not and have it. Think about that.
1: It's insurance. It's insurance. It's, it's a, You get in a car with insurance and, like, if I have an accident yeah. you have a company, you you it's
3: your responsibility to be able to defend that in all situations. And if somebody with a gun breaks in, you can't stop them with a knife. You can't stop them with a hammer. You can't stop them with a, you know, you need a gun in order to put them down. Otherwise... Who's to say whether they won't stop yeah. until you're dead?
2: Yeah.
0: God if that if the perceived threat yeah, God didn't create is you, create real you. enough to convince you to have one and the the break-in is
1: the breaking is is the perceived threat. Once you've entered that so, once that's right. you crawl, now ex wife. Can, can you please
0: share your name with me so I can address you by your by your
3: Oh, sure, it's Teresa. Teresa, I'm Vicky.
0: <laughs> it's so nice to meet
3: you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so let
0: me ask you a question. So you were pretty firm in your stance of not having a handgun or firearm in your home, right? That uh, ex was Sharon a little bit. And then he had a sit down with you. And then, you know, you were convinced your mind was mm-hmm. changed. And so... I don't know if you're able to, but if you can share that turning point or what it was exactly that convinced you to change your mind when you so firmly stood in your beliefs.
3: Uh, Well, for me, the whole thing with guns has always been ignorance. It had always been ignorance. Like I never knew um, that you could legally have a gun in your house. I, like, I just never knew that, so I was very ignorant to guns growing up, and um, I was never really around them in any, or anything like same, that. Same, same. So, and any... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just agreeing with you. I, I
0: had the same type of upbringing.
3: Yeah, so, like, as a child, the only time I saw guns was, like, in movies, mm-hmm. and it was always portrayed as something bad or scary, exactly. or, you know, they're used to do, do harm, or they're used to kill people, or only bad guys have them or whatever. And then growing up, just, you know, being of African-American descent, you hear about, you know, the violence with gangs and the violence with guns and guns are bad and guns are used for by criminals and all this, that, and the third. And then once, you know, once um, my husband came to me and kind of sat me down and kind of started educating me on the fact that, no, guns are, the purpose of a gun is to be able to defend yourself. It's, of course, there's always going to be people out there who use tools that are created for not good purposes. So like you can have somebody have a hammer and go kill somebody, but that's not what the hammer was designed for. So it's all about the intent of the person who's using using the tool, right? So just learning about that and then learning about the fact that there is a way to do it so that you're not a criminal, you're not breaking the law, but you're responsible in the fact of you go get your license if that's what your state requires. You go through some kind of training so that you're not just picking up this deadly weapon and you know you're completely blind to the fact of how to use it you don't know how to clean it you don't know how to take it apart you don't know how to you know be safe with it keep it locked up all of that like once he started educating me on the like the different principles of gun safety and the fact that you can do it legally and there's a way to do it so that you're not necessarily causing harm to others but it's just there as a as a mechanism to defend yourself in case just in case then I was I was more on the on the on the on the um, I was more on the ball with it. So That's right. it was now, it was more so just education because I didn't know. There was a lot of just, I didn't know. And they were scary to me. And I was like, I don't want any guns in my house. I have kids and suppose they find one. And I remember being in school as a child and hearing a story of, you know, two kids playing in the parents' bedroom and they found a gun and the kid cocked the gun back and blew the other kid's head off and stuff like that had always stuck with me. So I was always really against them. But again, like I didn't have the other side of it. And, then one day I heard somebody pose the question how do you stop a bad guy who breaks into your house with a gun because you're not doing it with a knife you're not doing it with a hammer you're not doing it with anything other than a gun so then it was like okay well maybe you do have a point it's not necessarily that you have to be out here like you know gun slinging and being cowboys in the streets but if somebody breaks into your house or presents a threat in a moment where you need to defend yourself then you have that tool there at your um, at your That's right.
2: and that led to her by getting First her threat. license and, you know, taking it to that
3: next level because it was reality. We went to the range together. He taught me how to use them. We worked with the the range safety officers, you know, just to be safe and you have to watch the videos to to make sure before you can even step foot in the range, you have to watch the video to, you know, just make sure you know all the different safety things like not pointing the gun, making sure the gun stays down range or, you know, not putting your finger on the trigger until you're ready to make sure you're ready to shoot, like things like that. So, Right. Once the safety aspect was there, I was more on, bo- I'm more on board with it.
0: Thank you for sharing all that. I appreciate it. And I applaud you both for, you know, going the safety route and the legal route, you know?
3: Yes. Definitely, yeah. Yes. Thank um, you. Yeah, I, I
0: have a question for everybody. Does anybody know the yeah. quote unquote success rate or the percentages of, you uh, the, the predators, we're, we're uh, labeling the aggressors as predators, the ones who are on the attack or on the offense, trying to rob, trying to steal, you know, the shooters, bad guys. Mm-hmm. What are the percentages of them succeeding over people defending themselves?
3: That's a good question. I'd be interested Ooh, to see That's those a number. good question. And, and, well, and that kind no, of thing. Why, why I would want to have
1: my weapon? Just knowing, just knowing that 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 that, that exists somewhere out well, there. That's right. The so might why be I ask more is than because
0: us. I'm you know playing I'm these scenarios in my head. I'm like imagining, and this is bad for manifestation. But I'm like, okay, what if I'm, and I, and <laughs> I'm a single mom. I'm in here, at this home by myself. There's no security system. Maybe this is TMI. I have no weapons to defend myself. The bad guy, the predators. Mm-hmm. And try mm-hmm. to rob, steal, rape, whatever, and I'm unprepared, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I I take mm-hmm. that back. What if I, I I was? What are the chances of me being, you know, able to get to it, and, and it's not too late?
3: Yeah, I mean, well, that would all depend on how you as a person function with your gun in your house. Like some people keep theirs in yeah. a safe. Some people have a permit to carry. So when they're in their home, they carry some people when they go to sleep. They keep it maybe in a lockbox next to their bed or it may be unlocked next to their bed, depending mm-hmm. on how safe they feel. Like that's all that's individualized, I feel like. And that's depends on the person. So like some people may not want to go to bed with a gun in their, under their bed because their kids may come in the room or something like that. But then somebody may like you said be a single mom and be at home alone with her kids at night like my mom for instance she lives in a really secluded area and she's alone because my dad passed away a few years ago and it's just her in the house and like she doesn't have any neighbors and it's really 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 secluded so she not too long after he passed she went and got her license and you know got herself a handgun to keep in the house with her and now when she goes to bed at night she keeps it in the room with her because she is all alone and she's all secluded and she's been hearing like you know different things in the yard at night but it's like it depends I feel like it depends on the individual and how you want to once you go that route to say all right this is what I'm going to do to defend my household exactly what am I going to do like what's going to be my system as far as when I go to bed or when I'm in the house with the kids or if we're home alone or you know how I'm going to keep it so that it is accessible? Because to have it and have it locked away in a safe in your basement somewhere, and you're upstairs in your bedroom sleeping, and somebody exactly breaks your house, that ties in with my question of what are the percentages
0: but, of you know the perpetrator succeeding over the defender? Because it's like if how can you get to it mm-hmm. in time to successfully defend yourself?
2: <laughs> I, Absolutely. I think, right. Well, I said that earlier, but. I guess it went <laughs> over everyone's head. When you come home, you put it on your <laughs> hip and you walk around your house with it and never compromise your safety. You can't take a day off of safety. You can't take 10 minutes off of safety because you love yourself every second of the day and everyone here. So you put it on your hip and when you go to bed, you put it under your pillow or in your nightstand. We we as a
1: society, um, whether whatever walk of life you're from, as a society, as human beings, as people, we plan for a lot of stuff. At least the majority of people do. When you get up, you plan to eat something. You don't know, might might not know what it's gonna be, but you're gonna eat something. And you're gonna have your eggs in the refrigerator, your seasonings in the cupboard. You you know where you put stuff. And I think having a gun placed in the house where you know something happens, I'm gonna go here with it. I was a property manager for many years. And one of the things that I used to always tell my friends, when they move into a new a new place, is like you have to pack your escape bag, and what the escape bag is that in the event of a fire or anything like that, you have something with you that you can take out of the house, throw it out the window, and then go. You know whether it's your clothes, your passports, all your your money, things like that. Because we have to prepare in life and gun gun safety. As NetX always told me, gun safety. It's just—it's—it's it's just as simple as everything else that you do in life. Right. You know, it becomes—it becomes a part of, a part of who you—who you are, what you do, to—to to have that sense of security for yourself. That's right You know what I'm saying? Some people like to arm themselves with physical weapons. Some people like to arm themselves with knowledge, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Like you know, some there's gun owners running around that don't know the law in their own state. That's right. right. And they, and they get jammed up on something, and they're like, Man, I thought I was good here. I'm like, you're not good. You got hollow points. Right. They don't they don't do that in this place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta understand if you're gonna go, there's never, um, I think one of you, I don't know if it's Vicky or Nat X said this, you never halfway with nothing. Right. If you play a sport, if you play football or basketball, during the season, you're in season, you play basketball. Like you're not gonna be in the clubs hanging out. You shouldn't be doing that. You should be playing basketball, practice, sleep nutrition working out that's it that's your job you know so always looking is like whatever you do as a discipline becomes a discipline i use the i use the um the snake charming thing um when that ex and i had this competition uh a couple days ago when you when a snake handler handles a dangerous snake it is a repetitive thing they have to do it the same way every single day that snake feels the left hand coming at me today what's going on he gonna bite you that's what it, that's what happens you gotta be into practice you gotta I think he talked about dry dry, dry um, fire what's it called that? dry fire so just create to, to, repetition yeah you can't go to the range right now it's been 60 days no range that's right. no range 60 days which I gotta practice some kind that's of right.
3: way
2: so in order to this stay with very... it, you got to keep practicing, <laughs> stay training. And, you know, this is a big responsibility. And I'm up to the responsibility because I love my beautiful wife and my family. And that's what
1: I think that's what I'm going to take away from this conversation from UNATX is that it's it is, it is a, it's a coming from a place of like, I want to protect yes, what I, I got. Love. Because, because, because this is what I got. Right. And it's near and dear to me. From Vicky's standpoint, my takeaway is going to be that you know, we as a society, we should not be pent up or we should not let our um, our past haunt us, you know, things that we that we've experienced or used to or we have to break that mindset and kind of evolve into something else, because you know, if everyone thought the way me and that ex thought, then there's a problem. If everyone thought how Vicky thought, there's a problem. There has to be some kind of yeah. some kind of comfortable medium. There has to be a balance somewhere. Because I personally don't go through life. I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, listen, when you out and about, hold your keys in your hand this way because somebody run up on you. You gotta be able to That's stab do right. whatever you need to do. I just I always keep a heightened awareness about things because again, when you Some people don't even realize when they come out of a store, they park their car somewhere, who's watching them go in and come out. You gotta understand, people are out to hurt people. It's it's a fact, there are not good people out there. And I always would say this to the day day they put me down, that when you pick on somebody, you're gonna get exactly what you're looking for. And you should get exactly what you're looking for, because you, you picked a day to pick on a single mom that got three kids waiting for her to come home, and you, and you thought it was going to be a good idea to take what they got or to do something to them. Right. So if something happened to you, I don't I don't give a damn. I'm like, oh, you got no sympathy from me. You got what you was looking That's for. right. For whatever reason, yeah, you picked the wrong person.
2: Yeah. I don't know how do you just allow that to happen. I can't. I look at my wife all the time like, no way. <laughs> that made me buy another gun. That's love. The
0: There's that I'm,
2: love. I'm love. so serious. I I look at her i look at her and i'll go buy another ak because i'm looking at her she's beautiful i'm serious that's that that's
1: awesome hey guys i want to um i'm I'm gonna wrap this up i want to have another talk at some point on this but i want to take it from the from the perspective of of the person that that may have a weapon is a person Mm. that is a bully or a predator from the from the other side of the equation Um, you know, if because right now we got people in this pandemic who are pinned up with abusers. They are quarantined yes, with yeah. somebody that is beating the shit that's out of them, right. or they doing things to them. You know, they psychologically fucking with them. Yeah. So you know, those things is like those things are still happening. Yeah.
3: Right.
1: You know, and 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 it, it comes from both sides. You know, because a man could be abusive or a woman could be abusive. It's abusive. It, so it's, it's it's two sides of that coin. That's right. But that's something that I would like to talk about because again, if if teresa's wasn't into weapons and understanding weapons and that x was that's a problem because one person has the knowledge that's right yeah you know that's right
2: i made it my duty to tell her and i felt that i should keep trying until she got it because i may not be home it was yeah. so yeah. it's all out of love though vicky honestly it's all out of love <laughs>
1: that was a great conversation. I, I, you know, I'm going to send it to you guys. So you guys can be played, we play playing, listen to it. Um, Teresa definitely listened to it. It, it was very, comes from a different place. I'm going to connect with Vicky and Teresa on a, um, cause you have similar, similar beliefs. And I have another, I have another young lady that, that is in the same line of work that you guys are in. Reiki healer, life coaching, all that kind of good stuff. So this conversation, you know, it doesn't, it, it's evolved into other things. And, um, and um, like I said, epigenetics is something that, that I'm, I'm reading up a lot on. And I'm, thank you for introducing me to that. I love learning about new stuff because I always felt like there's something in me that it ain't right because I just, I'm yeah. fearful of certain things. And I guess you have to say it out loud for me to understand that. But but again, I got to I gotta kind of manage that. But it, but my fearfulness has gotten me to 46 years. And, yes. <laughs> and I, need to be able, right. I need to be able to know that. <laughs> I need to be able to know because in all honesty when I was a little kid I didn't think I was going to let it be this long where I grew up I just did not think that I'm going to be 30 I'm going to be 40 and and God forbid 50 I just didn't think like that because a lot of stuff that was going on in my neighborhood but eventually I started opening my horizons and and seeing stuff and I'm like okay you know what life is to be lived you know and not to be you know fearful I can't go here or I can't do this or I can't talk to this kind of person or whatever because at the end of the day, you know, I'm 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 preventing I'm limiting myself on who I could be, who I am.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, no, so just Vicky, Any closing yeah, thank you for the opportunity. It was forth. so nice to meet you, Nat and Teresa, and I look forward to future episodes. Yes, you um, too. With both of you, possibly. Yes,
2: yes I'm yeah. all we for have, it, uh, Definitely, we um, got to do a music one. I'm sure
1: yeah I'm,
2: I'm i'm putting
1: that to, i'm trying to
2: just get on the radar i can't get them it's gonna be me you and Vicky, cool. and teresa whoever else nice. okay <laughs> and i definitely i mean i'm not a yogi but the, when you do the yogi reiki one i need yeah. to be part of that because i just it i need to that take old, that eh? that is
1: that's some deep <laughs> stuff man
2: that's some deep stuff
1: yes <laughs> so let's set that up as soon as possible Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you for your time today. Thank Thank you
2: you both. Be safe, everybody. Touch
1: everyone soon. All right, you too.